you guys. It's your girl, Steffi G, and that's me. And this is the place to be. This is the show up to go up podcast where you'll find inspiration and information on how to show up for yourself and live your best life. This podcast is for anyone who feels lost or stuck. Anyone that knows that they are capable of more, but isn't quite sure how to go about it. I'm here to encourage and guide you, but it all starts with you showing up for yourself. And it all starts now. Just a heads up, I'm doing a 100-day challenge via Facebook Live videos. So the following episode was originally recorded as a Facebook Live video. You may notice that the sound is just a little bit different than what you're used to, but I promise the quality of the content is just as good. So let's get to it. Hey, hey, hey. Um, (laughs) So how's it going? Today is day 34 of my 100-day challenge. If you have been with me for the past couple days, you know that I have been talking about the five biggest regrets that people who are dying have while they are on their deathbed. And so this information comes from a blog and a book by Bronnie Ware. And the first four are, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself. I wish I hadn't worked so hard. I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. So all of those things lend into the number five biggest regret that people who are dying have. And that is, I wish that I had let myself be happier. Mm, That is heartbreaking. So I think the thing that is really interesting about this regret is the word let, right? That kind of signifies that we are in control and that we have a choice of the matter. It says here, Many did not realize until the end that happiness is a choice. They had stayed stuck in old patterns and habits. The so-called comfort of familiarity overflowed into their emotions as well as their physical lives. And I know that I can relate to that. Gosh, being happy, sometimes it, it can be really hard. And the thing about it is it's not just a quick fix. It is a small thing that you have to do every single day. And it's kind of like growth, right? It's the habits that you maintain. It's the consistency toward the goal. So choosing to be happy is a goal. And so staying consistent and creating habits that get you closer toward your happiness. I always find it so interesting how no matter what it is in life, I think that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And things are so similar. Everything is the same right? So just like growth is about small habits, there's not just a quick fix to be a better version of yourself. Just like happiness, there's not just a quick fix. That won't last. It starts with small, consistent actions. So it makes me think of The Happiness Project. And The Happiness Project is a book that I started to read. And I read it Shortly after my mom passed away, I was in a really bad place. And so one of the choices that I made to find more happiness was to read this book and to learn about how other people are finding happiness. And so I'm just going to share some of the things that she suggested to find her happiness. And so how she formatted this is it was a one year long program or project. And so every month between January and November, she would focus on one specific thing, one small thing 
that she could take small steps toward. And then in December, she would try and implement all of them together. So some of those things that she tried to do to create more happiness for herself included boosting her energy. So, I mean, that is just huge. If we don't have energy, obviously it's hard to be giving. It's hard to be happy. So some of the things that you can do to boost your energy include getting a good night's sleep. For years and years and years, I would get like five hours of sleep and I, it really showed. It really showed. I think sleep is just so important. It's the number one thing. And if you're not getting good sleep, then how can you really have a quality life? So if you are struggling with being able to get a good night's sleep, then maybe check some of your habits. Maybe you need to stop using your phone so late or stop watching TV so late or Maybe you need to do something and develop a nighttime routine. Maybe you need to take a bath before you go to bed. But sleep is so, so important. So don't overlook it. Some of the other things to boost energy are exercise, whether that is daily or every other day, but moving your body and being consistent because there is a correlation between moving your body and how you feel. I always feel so much more energized. I always feel so much happier after I work out. And it doesn't have to be super challenging. It can just be doing 20 jumping jacks or 100 jumping jacks or going on a walk around the block. But taking those steps and trying to be consistent with them, if you do those things regularly, eventually they will have a bigger impact. Another thing to boost your energy is get organized. The more organization that you have in your life, the less clutter that you will have in your mind so you can be present with your friends, with your family. Some of the other things that she talked about that she focused on were love and relationships. So she said that she focused on nagging less, on pointing the finger out to others less and pointing the finger to herself, focusing on, okay, I want a better relationship with my husband. So what can I do to give him appreciation? How can I change this relationship? How can I give more to him so that I make myself happier? We have the keys within ourselves. Remember, the regret is I wish I would have let myself be happier. So let yourself make these choices. Another thing that she said that she did was to aim higher. So she focused on trying something new, on challenging herself, taking risks, In the beginning, it's so scary, but the more you do it, the more comfortable it feels and the better you feel about yourself because you're growing, you're learning, you're challenging yourself. And we love to be challenged as scary as it is. That first step is always going to be the hardest because you're changing your limitations. You've got this wall in front of you. Once you step past that wall, the next couple steps are going to be so much easier And with that in mind, don't be afraid to ask for help. You don't have to know all the answers. Not only will you find answers, but you will be able to connect with other people. And then by asking help and receiving help, you will be more likely to give help to other people. So it goes full circle. And in turn, you'll be taking more steps toward your risks. You'll be feeling better. You'll be feeling happier. And one more thing that I want to mention is having fun and being serious about having fun. So I know sometimes I can get really focused and I forget that life is supposed to be fun. 
And so being intentional to choose to have fun, whether that is going on a bike ride or whether that is driving by a playground and deciding to go swing on the swing set because you haven't done that since you were in sixth grade, but it was so fun back in the day. And so creating those moments, those opportunities to just let go and laugh and be and not worry about the next moment, not worry about rushing, letting yourself just be and have fun and enjoy the present moment. So those are some of the things that I think are super helpful in choosing to be more happy. Remember that it is a choice and remember that it takes consistent action. It's going to be small steps, but over time, over a month, over a year, you will have done the groundwork. You will find yourself feeling happier. I challenge you to try this. I challenge you to create your own happiness project. I know that I have been focusing on different things that make me happy and what I can do. One of the things that is kind of funny and kind of silly, (laughs) um, I'm getting married next year and that's not silly, but... One of the things that I do that is really kind of silly, but brings me a lot of happiness is I love my wedding dress. I have already picked out my wedding dress and I love it. And I have this video from when I was trying on a bunch of different wedding dresses. And I have this video of me walking in my wedding dress down the hallway of the boutique where I bought the dress. And when I'm in a bad mood, I just love looking at this video. It brings so much joy to my heart, not only because I love that wedding dress and it just makes me look so beautiful, but also because that was a really special day. I got to go with my mom and my family to pick out my dress and it just takes me back to that moment and It's cool because I get to be excited about something that happened in the past, that moment. And then I also get to be excited about something that's to come, my wedding. So it's just such a small thing. It's like a 30 second clip, but it seriously brings me so much joy every time I'm feeling down and I watch that video. So find those things that bring you happiness and do them. Don't get stuck in your negativity. I know it's easy to just want to sit in it and to soak in it, but that is just a habit. Your negativity is just a habit and you can change it one step at a time. Keep showing up for yourself. Remember, if you do, there is nowhere that you can go but up. And if you would like more free resources for inspiration, head over to my website, showuptogoup.com. I will see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. My goal for this podcast is to reach and help as many people as possible. So it would mean so much if you would take the time to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. See you next time.